Hi, everyone. I'm Melissa Burns. And I'm Gina Carvalis. And welcome to Let's Be Great 1-5. This is a YMCA podcast dedicated to all things healthy living, coming to you from the YMCA of the Rock River Valley. Well, today on our podcast, we'll be talking a little bit about offering some ideas to help parents um, and their kids make better food choices. And Gina, I know your kids are mostly grown and out of the house, um, but I'm sure you still remember how crazy it can be and, and hard, you know, especially helping them make some healthy eating choices. Oh, yeah, for sure. And yeah, they are grown and most 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 of them are gone. Two of three are gone. But I still worry like, you know, you still you always worry about your kids. And I still think, you know, I hope they're, they're being healthy with their choices. <laughs> I know it's hard. And I have three little ones. Um, not so little anymore. But you know, you definitely want to make sure that you're planting the seeds for them to continue to make those better choices. And my kids are um, 12 and nine and seven. And, you know, they're at that, that crucial age, you know, I feel like just trying to make, um, good choices for them and, and allowing them to make good choices too. And, and just trying to, I think, make an impression on them. Somehow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's a good thing to talk about and I'm glad we are, you know, it's hard. I remember when my kids were little and I was always big on never forcing them to eat something, but I would always tell them they had to at least try it. And then I would tell them, well, your taste buds change as you grow. And so, you know, just because sometimes, you know, how little kids just are adamant, they're not going to eat something. And, and sometimes they just never, ever try it. And they grow up thinking they hate a certain food that they might've only tried once when they were three you know, so I, I do think it's good to talk about this and just, you know, offer tips and, and, you know, my kids have already grown up. And I remember too, like when they got older, and they might stop at the mobile station before they went to school and, you know, get themselves a Powerade to start their day and a donut. And you think, oh, my gosh, you kind of lose, you don't have as much control when they get older. So I think it's an important thing to talk about. I'm, I'm glad we're talking about it. Yeah, yeah, I think every parent can relate to this topic. Yeah, you know, and I think everyone you go through different times where you're, you're heavily focused on it, and maybe not so much just depending on how busy and crazy yeah. life is, you know, right? Oh, yeah. So, but, you know, sure. definitely, um, we got some good tips for you guys today and wanted to kind of go through each of those and, um, you know, and just kind of talking through what that might look like. But the first tip that we have is um, focusing just on the overall diet, you know, rather than the actual specific food, you know, kids, they should be eating more whole, um, less processed food, food that, that it's as close to natural form as possible, you know, the less packaged, the better. And, you know, I think the big thing for us at my house is talking, you know, we can talk a little bit about fruit as snacks versus fruit snacks, right? My kids yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. It takes mm -hmm. two seconds to go wash an apple off and use the apple slicer, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but my kids really like one thing that works really well for them and makes it fun is if we just put a bunch of fruit in, um, in bowls and they can make their own fruit kebabs. They love mm -hmm. doing that. Or yeah. if you had people over before COVID, <laughs> our social gatherings. Right. Um, I feel like the fruit kebabs is one thing at our gatherings that went so fast, you know, my, so my kids not only like to do it themselves, but when we would make a large amount of fruit kebabs and take them to a party, you know, they would be gone super fast. So it's so yeah. easy just to 
my kids always like to do um, strawberries and grapes and blueberries. And, um, and then you just get those little cheese cubes, you know, and put that in the end. And that's just like another little, little touch to it. But, and then, you know, of course the kids, my boys anyways, would end up using the kebab stick as a sword. So yeah, but yeah, but they definitely, the fruit kebab thing was an easy one, an easy go-to, whether you're at home, you know what I mean? Or you're going to a social Mm -hmm. campaign. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I like that the the overall diet rather than specific food. Sometimes I think we get hung up. Like kids usually don't like broccoli. Like, Oh, they got to eat broccoli. Let's put cheese on it. You know, just forget about the broccoli for a while. Just as long as the overall diet is healthy. If maybe they hate broccoli right now, don't worry about it. Come back to it later, but just make sure they're still getting a good, well-rounded diet. Um, So moving on to tip two, be a role model. And I think this is is good and relatable. You know, you can't be sitting there telling your kids to have a healthy snack if you've got an open bag of chips in front of you (laughs) or or telling them to eat, eat their broccoli when you're turning up your nose to it. So I think it's just a good reminder to, you know, we know this, our kids are always watching what we're doing and what we're saying. You know, you see little video clips sometimes showing that <laughs> sometimes in not always a good light. So just remember that they're watching what you do. And so if, if your routine involves, you know, stopping at McDonald's to get something to get you home, they're going to, that's going to become a habit for them and something they expect. So just sort of reminding yourself that those little eyes are watching you and, and be that good role model and, and model those behaviors you, you want to see in your kids. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And especially if, you know, there's two of you, two of the adults in the household, they're Mm -hmm. constantly watching and observing. And so I may ask my kids to make sure that they eat the peas that I've made. But their first question is, well, why doesn't dad have peas on his (laughs) dad eating his peas? And I'm like, I don't know, dad, why aren't you eating your peas? (laughs) So they definitely are comparing too. you know, they want to make sure, um, Mm -hmm. you know, they may, want to know why they should be eating it, but they want to be, they look up to us, you know, as their mm-hmm. parents and they want yeah. to be just like their mom or dad. And right. Um, right. so that's definitely making sure that both um, adults in the house are on the same page and giving them off the same message. And, you know, maybe dad doesn't like peas, but dad's making sure that he has carrots, you know, or he has right. on the <laughs> side. So yeah, yeah um, for sure. That was one thing I think for us when we became parents and our kids were able to talk, <laughs> that was one thing that stood out, you know, in our household. So yeah. proud to say my husband has definitely come full circle and he eats more vegetables than he started to in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Good. So, um, other than that, the next tip, tip three would be disguising the taste of healthier food. And this one is such a good one. There's so many clever ways out there on how you can add vegetables into any dish. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I think back to one of our previous topics episodes that we've done before is talked about putting cauliflower rice in meat and with meat to make tacos, just to add right. a bit of vegetable yeah. um, into it. And another good one, you know, if you're, especially with it being so cold outside and adding vegetables to a beef stew, that sounds really good right now. Um, I know it does. (laughs) (laughs) Carrots or, you know, um, or mashed up carrots with mashed potatoes. That's another good idea. Um, Adding a sweet dip, you know, with slices of apple. That's another good way too. There's just, there's so many recipes out there from cookbooks to Pinterest 
there's great ways to, you know, sneak those vegetables. And I know, um, I used to put with whole wheat, um, pasta for spaghetti and, um, put broccoli in it. So if it's chopped up, I mean, you can't really, they don't see it because it's covered in, um, the sauce, you know, we always, we really like that rouse, um, tomato sauce in, in our house. And that's, you know, no sugar at all or low sugar. And that's a good option and it tastes good. So, yeah. Yeah. The other thing is ranch dressing. I hate to say, because it's not, it's not entirely the healthiest thing, but if you give kids a little bit of ranch dressing and if you use the lighter ranch dressing, dressing, it's lower in fat and calories, they will dip things into ranch dressing, pretty much anything, but carrots and um, cauliflower, even broccoli, you know, sometimes that's a way to get kids to, um, to eat a little more of that healthy stuff, even though you've got to give it a little side of something less healthy. And one of, there's a cookbook that, you, you know, you mentioned cookbooks and I'm a big Jerry Seinfeld fan and his wife is a, a cookbook author. And one of the very first ones she did when her kids were small was all about these sneaky little recipes, like, you know, putting zucchini in muffins and ways to sneak vegetables into things without your kids ever knowing. I'm sure it's still out there somewhere and I don't remember the title of it, but there are resources out there for uh, getting creative with, um, you know, kind of being stealthy in the way you, you get your kids if you have to get, if you have to go that route. Yeah. Um, moving on to another tip, and this kind of follows cookbooks, but cooking more meals at home. And I will say that when my kids were younger, especially, I just remember, you know, loading up three kids to go to the grocery store. I was a stay at home mom for a while. And oh my gosh, you know, you get through the grocery store and God forbid you had to make another stop at a Walmart or a Target or something. And you're just like, you want to get these kids home. They need naps. And it was so easy to hey, I'm going to hit the drive through on the way home and I don't have to worry about I can get these groceries put away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know it's hard to cook meals at home all the time, especially when those kids are young, but it does make a difference. You know, we know that restaurant meals always have more sodium and usually more fat and more sugars and things that make them taste as good as they do. So um, cooking at home more often really can be a positive impact in the way your kids eat. Um, I get, you know, of course we all, we all, I love to go out to eat. It's my favorite thing in the world. So I'm not going to knock it, but I'm just saying that it is a a good tip. You can get in the habit of, you know, making the majority of those meals at home. It just ends up being a healthier option just because it's homemade and you're eliminating a lot of those added things that restaurants use. And Mm -hmm. if you do cook at home and you want to try to save yourself some time, maybe you double what you're making so that you can freeze half of it and then that becomes a meal later. So kind of a nice way to just stay on track and, and be able to eat healthy and then eat healthy again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great idea. And tip five is about getting kids involved and in shopping for the groceries. I think this is so important as well. It makes them excited about what they're eating because they were a part of the process. You know, they, they understand what does a zucchini look like? I mean, we put zucchini in, um, in lots of our dishes at home and, you know, I think for them to realize, um, what it is, you know, and so they're able to help be a part of the grocery process, the preparing the food process. I know my kids are really getting into cooking. Like I shared the ages of them, you know, and yeah. Um, they're not little, little anymore. And um, they definitely enjoy going to the grocery store. If there's something in it for them, that's what right. they <laughs> Got to <laughs> so. bribe them a little bit. No, yeah. I, I like that. And I do, I do think that that's really important. Um, my, my youngest is 19, my daughter, and she's still at home. And so it's just the three of us now eating. And I just am 
cooking all the time for everybody. And I just finally said, Hey, you know what? Each of you are going to have a night, my husband and my daughter. And it's funny because I'm a cook and I love to cook and my kids never loved to cook, but my older boys now both cook a lot and they're, they're bakers and they do all of it. So they figured it out on their own. But my daughter now she has one night a week, so it's not excessive, but I tell her, want you to pick a recipe I'll do the grocery shopping like I always do and and it has really made her aware of just different things she's looking at recipes now and you know she's of course on TikTok which is the thing for anybody that age but she's looking at recipes and stuff on TikTok so her meal this week is a pasta dish that she saw with um, like cherry tomatoes and feta cheese I think it's it must be trending so we're supposed to be having that later this week but I, I do think it's a good way to get kids especially start start younger start younger than 19 for sure yeah yeah, yeah that's such a good idea that's fine yeah yeah uh we talked a little bit earlier to another tip that um we're going to talk about is making healthy snacks available and we talked about it earlier with the fruit kebabs and I'm going to just expand a little bit more on that when my kids were little, you know, you give them one thing like broccoli and ranch and they turn up their nose, but we started doing these things called monkey plates. And I don't know where, I think a friend of mine, that's what she called them, but it's kind of the idea that you just put a little platter in front of a group of kids and you have a little bit of everything. So you have some pretzels and you have some grapes and you have some cheese and you give them choices. I guess it's kind of like charcuterie for, for kids, (laughs) charcuterie for kids. But, um, and you really do see kids, eat more healthy when you give them lots of healthy choices. So instead of just two things in front of them, you give them a little mini kind of smorgasbord or a monkey plate, as we call them, and they will really go in and maybe they'll try something on that plate that they've never tried before. Maybe they're sunflower seeds and they thought they hated them and then they try them and and they're good. So monkey plates can be a good way to kind of offer those healthy snacks, but just making sure that you've got fruits and vegetables. And uh, if you're serving your kids juice, that it's pure juice, no sugars added, and just make sure that those options are there for those healthy snacks. And then avoiding those unhealthy snacks like the soda and the chips and the cookies. I Yes. I have a real hard time when I see a kid with a pop, a little kid having having pop. I just think, oh, gosh, you know, you just don't want to get that that habit started. I just think it's one of the worst things we can we can have our kids drinking. So just offering those those healthy alternatives instead makes a big, big difference. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And, you know, a lot of kids, if it's not pop, it's juice. Right. You Uh know, so a lot of kids are consuming more juice than they should. And you really got to watch that sugar content. Yeah, so that sugar is, is a big, big one in all of yeah. those things, those power drinks. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Those energy drinks when they get older and they think that's kind of cool. It's like, Oh, so, mm-hmm. no, don't drink those. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, they're, they're watching what their parents do and, or they're right. influenced by their friends. And, mm-hmm. yep. think, you know, if we can um, just encourage our young ones to, drink some sparkling water if they want some flavor to it you know once in a while and maybe you still have a pop once a week or you know just uh, right just yeah. make sure you're watching your consumption so yeah for sure the um tip number seven is just be aware of what your portion sizes are make sure that they're limited and don't overdo so don't insist that your child cleans their plate and never use food as a reward or a bribe And I think this is a huge one. I think just through the generations, you know, you think back to your grandparents and how Mm -hmm. your parents were brought Mm -hmm. up and how I was brought up, you know, I think it was, you're not going to leave the Yeah. (laughs) until that plate is cleaned off or you better eat all those vegetables. And then your siblings, I don't know how you were Gina, but I mean, my brothers and I definitely 
have some funny stories of trying to hide um, oh, yeah. eating the vegetables, whether they were under a shirt or dog <laughs> <Right>. over. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, in your napkin, and then you're going right to the bathroom with that <laughs> napkin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. I was really big on I never forced my kids to to do that. I just, I just, it didn't, I don't know. It's, it is generational, I think for sure. And it comes probably out of a place long ago during the depression when you didn't have much and when you had it, you ate it and that carried over and that carried over. But now we, we do have uh, access to everything. And and I just never, never forced my kids to clean their plate. I don't know. It just goes against, I don't know. Yeah. And I think too, you know, you have to be careful with uh, my my son, you know, he's at that age of, um, you know, he's that preteen, you know, and so it's fun when you're together with your friends and somebody's like, hey, you want to eat all this, um, this entire pizza, you know, let's see mm-hmm. if you can do it. And that peer pressure is right. It's yeah. awkward. And, and I want them to be able to make that choice of, I'm not doing that, you know, that's silly. Right. I yeah. eat an entire pizza at a sleepover. Yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, you know, I've had this conversation <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's just funny what um if it's if it's not your parents you know or what's your it's what you're influenced with your friends or your circle of friends or whoever yeah. you're around most yeah um, for sure you know you just got to really watch watch that and I think a lot of times too people think that they don't eat a lot and then when they actually look at what they are compared what those portion sizes should be uh-huh. yeah they're mind blown sometimes you know and right. so um, I think we just need to be mindful of that, setting good examples for our children. And obviously we're still fighting this obesity epidemic. And now with COVID, it's just, you know, it's getting worse and worse. So yeah, we really sure. have to start to make a change. Yeah, I agree. So one final tip is uh, making sure kids eat a healthy breakfast. And I know, you know, we're busy. I get it. Uh, they're heading out the door and we might be throwing a Pop-Tart at them. But, you know, trying to make sure, and it doesn't have to be elaborate. You can give a, a child a healthy breakfast pretty easily is especially you want to give them something that's high in protein so there are um you know oatmeal and yogurt and cheese and eggs and all of those kinds of things um i think there's been studies that show that kids who eat breakfast have better memories and their their mood stays more stable and they don't have that sugar high and then crash and then reach for more sugar at lunchtime so um, I think it's just important to remember that kids really do need that nice, healthy breakfast to, to start out their day and, and to kind of get them in that right, right mindset for continuing to eat healthy throughout the day. So just remember that that breakfast is important. Try to make extra time, a little bit of extra time to give them an easy but healthy and nutritious and, and protein filled breakfast for sure. Yeah, yeah, those are all great tips, I think that we can easily implement into our day and you know, it's not only important about making healthier choices and being a good role model for the kids, but it's also important to make sure that they stay active. And yeah. it's so hard right now within the Midwest, we have sub-zero temperatures. Yeah, it's 25 below zero. We have pounds of snow everywhere. Yeah. And it's hard to tell your kids to go outside and play, right? Right. I don't want to go outside and play. The dog doesn't even want to go outside. <laughs> it's cold. But we have a great resource for you. Um, We wanted to mention, check out 12 Verse. We have a link on the WISE website. So go to rockriverymca.org and Mm -hmm. you search 12. So one, two, and then the word verse. So 12 Verse. 
um, it's a great at-home option for you to do with your family just to stay active. And the idea behind 12 verse is that there's um, 12 different activities that you do in a day. So that whole thing is to just keep your you and your kids moving for 60 minutes a day. And so you would set a timer for each burst. You would set a timer for five minutes and, and do that. And so they have some great options um, for you to do, you know, whether, um, you know, they make a game out of it or a little competition, mm -hmm. you know, or if it's just, you know, bicycle crunches or doing high knees in place, yeah. and, um, you know, and they make it fun. And it's just, it's nice sometimes to just look at something and follow it instead of having to come up with your own ideas and, yeah. you know, trying to make it fun for the kids. And so they have great charts that you can print off. Um, you can put on the fridge, you know, for your kids and you can even just check the box off. Um, but you know, it's even just having a dance party or it's a scavenger hunt or, yeah. um, just even stretching. I mean, just, okay, we're going to take a few minutes and I'll stretch together at the end and, um, just talking about different topics, but I think 12 verse is a great resource. If you, um, you can even just go directly to their website too. Um, it's just 12 verse.org. Um, and you can sign in and it's free and just, you know, you can create your own account and register your family and they have different challenges that they, um, put out. And so I think there's another one that's going to be out here in the spring, closer to spring, summer, um, coming up, but there's some, some great ones out there right now. And, you know, this is called the daily dozen, you know, so you, like I said, you can just print those off and check them out. Yeah, I love it. And I like that it breaks it into little five minute segments. So maybe you just have time for one right now. And then after school, you're going to do a couple with your kids. And um, yeah, it just kind of gives And I think anytime the parents say, hey, we're going to do this together, the kids get on board. What you're going to do, you're going to do bicycles with me. Okay, let's get down and do them, you know. So yeah, I love that idea, especially now as we're, we're riding out these last few weeks of winter's bitter cold and you know pretty soon we'll be outside again but until we are certainly that 12 verse is a great option for when you're indoors especially for those littler kids yeah yeah well check it out so hopefully you can implement some of those tips this week with your young ones or somewhat young ones at, that you have <laughs> and um, can check out that 12 verse um, from our website so yeah for sure in today if you really enjoyed our podcast be sure to subscribe to let's be great one five and, um, you know, that always helps us stay up to date and helps you stay up to date on our latest episodes and, and also helps us grow a little bit. So we appreciate you listening in. Thank you. Have a good day.